Oh, oh, oh. Oh my lord. I forgot. We're live. <sighs> What's up, my bonus holers? It was a, uh, <laughs> a long night. A long night. Uh, oh man. Uh, apologize. Apologies for being late. Um, wasn't much sleep in the, uh, in the quartering household last night as Hurricane Onyx made her landfall. Um, in an interesting night. I can show you a picture. Um, you know, the, the biggest thing, I mean, she's been, you know, all pu here's the thing. Most puppies are the same when you get them home. I mean, they're scared. It's like all new scents, you know. Um, there she is. That's uh, about five minutes ago. Little Onyx. Um, she, no, she was pretty good. Honestly, she's about as good as could be expected with the sleep thing last night. Like, uh, I think I sent, I sent the old lady to bed at like nine and then I stayed up with her until like 10 or 11 and took her out and got a good poop out of her, put her in the kennel. And then, um, I think she was whining at like 3 a.m. And I got up and took her out. And then she, I, you know, my wife slept on the floor next to the kennel. Tonight's my night to sleep on the floor next to the kennel. And uh, that kept her pretty calm. And then uh, I think she had, to go, she had to go out at like six. She had no accidents. I mean, she's going to have them. That's just true. But, you know, I'm a firm believer in, in kennel training. It helps them learn to hold their, their bladder and their poops, you know, um, a lot easier than, you know, I've seen, you know, I've, I've done this with three dogs. I've, I've, I potty traded a dog a year for the past three years. And this is, uh, this is basically what I always do. That dog is in the kennel all night long. And then, uh, when she comes out of the kennel, she goes outside, you know, she gets 30 minutes, 40 minutes of, of playtime. Then it's, you know, back in the kennel for a couple hours, then out. That way you train them that their, their potties and their poops go outside. And, um, you know, you can make sure, the, make sure the kennel's small. If the kennel's too big, then they'll poop in the corner or pee in the corner because it's far enough away from them. But you keep it, you know, correctly sized. I'm no expert, but this is the way I did. This is the way I did it. Um... So, another mentally ill mass shooter. In Maine. Is it, here's a video a little, is it a, is it a, 
I am not crate trained. That's true, actually. I have an I have accidents every once in a while. I'm not as cute as a puppy, so it doesn't um it doesn't it doesn't exactly uh <laughs> it, I don't get away with it like she does. Yeah, we know everything there is to know about this guy already, and he's and he has not even been apprehend apprehended, as far as I can tell, unless there's been a uh, an update. By the way, next week. Well, actually, I would say probably the at the end of the first week in November. Um, at the end of the first week in November, we should have cable internet which should fix that which means not only you know will you get a clean show which i do think helps you know people want to tune in but I'll, I'll actually be able to upscale it back up you know we're only at 720 penis right now so we're going to be able to go all the way up to 1080 penis that's like that's the that's the quality that i know you guys all demand i know you're a big 1080 penis family um, but more importantly too, we'll be able to probably stream 60 F 60 frames a second. Not that it's really that important for reading articles, but, um, also no more frame drops. So you're going to get a full 1080 penis without any dropped frames. Let me make sure I'm not, there's no updates going on. Doesn't look like it. Ten eighty penis at sixty dames a sextant. That's right. So that'll be good. I spent twenty almost twenty four thousand dollars running the cable. I cannot tell you how happy, how excited I am. I keep emailing them because I, I keep thinking it's not gonna be real. You know? It's not gonna be real. Like they're gonna cancel on me. 4K 60 B-hole stream. Well, that's, you know, hey, if the if YouTube keeps tanking, I probably will have to. Pac-Man, how long before this guy's a Trump supporter? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. There there hasn't there hasn't been any updates that I know of. Uh or that I've seen, you know, the last, you know. The fact that here's what makes this guy a little bit different. He normally, can you think of another mass shooting event other than Las Vegas where the guy, I suspect my suspicions on the Las Vegas shooting is they, it was a person that was inconvenient for a foreign government and, uh, our, our, our like ATF or something like that killed him. SWAT team killed him and they never reported who it was. That's what I think. Some some freaking Saudi oil magnets kid or something like that. Um, but I can't think of another mass shooter that didn't immediately take their own life. Like this dude's on the run. That's not normal. That's not normal, right? I, am I wrong about that? I'm trying to think of like, you know, the most of the ones in recent memory, you know, were either suicide by cop or self-suicide. I can't think of any of them 
who went on the run. And I thought they, I thought they had like, um, they had the, uh, they had some sort of, um, he had a, like allegedly pulled up and, and left his car by a boat launch or something like that. I don't know. I saw, I saw a statistic the other earlier in the day that said there at some point, I forget before they got rid of insane asylums, there was like 500,000 people in insane asylums. Then they abolished them. Cheerful cynic says, Hey Jeremy, here's a few guys with rumble channels, short fat otaku, yellow flash Two, Derek B 52. We need to spread more viewers to smaller rumble creators. I agree. You guys think he's not done yet? I think he's done. He he shot at kids too. He shot kids. And then he went to another location. I almost wonder I do you think maybe this guy got a hold of the Tranifesto? Remember they said remember when they said uh that the Tranifesto was so dangerous? Um, it was so dangerous that it was like a blueprint for whatever, whatever. Maybe he got the Tranifesto. Um, yeah, my money also, um, Heather, I think Heather said that, is that he's probably dead by now. He killed himself. Um, I would assume. Um, but, you, you know, I don't know. It's, he has training supposedly, so I don't think he's done. Well, he's, he, they said he was in the service for 20 years or something. Um, but he was a mental case too. He was, I mean, he was literally insane. He, he, he was not supposed to be able to have guns. I don't know where he got this gun. I'm sure people are already standing on the graves of dead kids to infringe on our second amendment. Army reservist firearms instructor. So he's never active duty. Okay. Well, he can shoot, but that doesn't necessarily mean he's got combat training, right? A lot of guys like me, I, I spend time at the range. I can hit a, you know, I can hit, I can hit a target at a hundred yards pretty consistently. But I'm probably not, I'm not combat trained. I'm not, um, you know, I'm not tactical, tactically trained. So right now, you know, there, there's nothing. He's Robert Card. He truly believed he was hearing people say things about him at the bowling alley and bar where people say he opened fire. How do they know that? How, how do they know that? Federal law enforcement officers from around the state of Maine responded to reports of an active shooter at several locations in Lewiston, including Spare Time Recreation and Schmangi's Bar and Grill. These law enforcement officers, in the face of danger, responded swiftly. Oh, by the way, um, spare me the... Spare me, spare me that every time they, oh my God, they responded. They were so brave, bro. That's your job. 
that's what you signed up for. And and based on my experience, there's more than a small percentage of cops that get rock hard thinking about this. They've played out the scenario. They're armed. They have body armor. This is their job. It clearly wasn't swiftly enough either, right, Nix? Selflessly and with great bravery. Bravery that they continue to demonstrate today as they search tirelessly for a person of interest in connection with last night's events. On behalf of all Maine people, I express my deep gratitude for... Okay, so they're not saying anything. But this says, I don't know how they knew that he believed that if they haven't, uh, if he had, if he, if they haven't caught him yet, right? So, by the way, we're going to stick to that new format. The first half of the show is going to be world news and, and stuff like that. And then I'll talk about entertainment stuff. By the bar manager is still accounted for. Wife says, Dad says, I know he's dead. Why is he not accounted for? The wife of the the wife of the bar manager at the bar that he shot up asked for prayers Thursday as her husband remains unaccounted for following the shooting that killed eight people. Um, he was at Shemenji's. Um, yeah, I assume he's probably dead. By the way, screw. I mean, the cops. By the way, that sucks. Dude, this guy was killed 12 hours ago and they haven't made any kind of notification at all. That's that seems shitty, right? That seems that seems bad. And what they must think he's got more plans because they sh I think they shut down all the schools there, right? I I was reading earlier today that they shut down all the schools. Sadly, most states you can't 2A carry in alcohol establishments. I would guess that that's all states. I don't think you can carry a gun even in Texas in a bar. When when you can, I think you can carry in the bar, but obviously you can't partake in alcohol. I think that's as loose as it gets. He had a second car at the boat ramp, so maybe to throw them off. Schools and grocery stores closed. You can conceal carry in the bar. That's my whole thing with conceal and carry. This is how like, um, I'm not, I'm not a lawyer and I'm not telling other people how to, you know, to carry and you should do. It's my default opinion, um, that you should, you know, follow the laws, but it's my personal opinion that, uh, it's not, you know, I don't carry and drink alcohol. I don't do that. Never, 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 never. But uh, if there's a little sign on the door that says we don't allow firearms, I'm not going back to my car to put my pistol away. And I'm pretty sure that most people feel the same way. You go to a bar, you know, you consume alcohol. You fuck up, you fall over, your pistol comes out, people see your gun. That's a that's a that's a crime. Uh, I remember there was a case where some like fight broke out at a bar, and uh, someone is it called imprinting? 
somebody could see the gun actually never came out, but um, they could see the pistol that they were they were carrying a pistol, and and um, it was you know it was a big deal, you know. Can't do that. I think it's called imprinting. <laughs> Now, interestingly, um, main gun laws do not require background checks on all firearm sales. Maine does not require background checks on all gun purchases, making it easy for prohibited purchases to purchasers to access guns, no questions asked. Or is it just printing, not imprinting? That FBI guy that did the backflip and lost his gun on the dance floor. Yeah, that happened. That happened too. Yeah. Uh, they have not caught. They have not caught him, and he, he's potentially long gone. This this search could go on for quite some time. You know, and again, Borden mourns the senseless and tragic shooting. This is like one of those things. Like, um, this is one of those things. I hate to do, you know, whataboutism doesn't really get a lot done in this world. However, I will say this. Um, <laughs> yeah, Spicy Garden, that video. Uh, the cop's like, what's that? He was like wearing workout shorts and he thought it was a gun. And he's like, oh, that's my penis, sir. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, Texas passed laws printing not being a crime right before passing RTC. Okay, yeah. Where I live, it is a crime, and you'll lose your CCW license. Um, that said, um, you know, Joe Biden doesn't issue statements about the 80,000 people a year that overdose on Chinese fentanyl, does he? I think he did touch it. Yeah, he I think he did touch it. I'm drinking, I'm drinking, this is the first non-diet soda I've ever had, well, I've had in a long time. And I, well, I can taste that sugar. Let me see if I can, well, let me see if I can find that. Now that's in my search history. Police frisk penis. What's this right here? That's your penis. Wait, this guy isn't even, this is a different guy. It looks really low quality, but like, look at, look at, he's, wait, I mean, Mazel Tov. What's this right here? That's your penis. All right. <laughs> That's your penis. What's this right here? That's your penis. All right. <laughs> That's not even the one I was thinking of. I think the other guy was like a black guy. Hey, Pepkilla, thank you for joining as a monthly supporter. Very cool. He was like tugging on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a little. I was. He was in there for a little bit. Yeah. Um. You know, I, these things are are tough because. Again, 
I'm just waiting for the FBI to say the line, right? Like, the, I'm waiting for the FBI to say the line. Who's going to say the line? Is anybody, is there anybody out there that's going to, that knows the line, that's, they're going to say the line? You know they're going to say the line. Yeah. There it is. Yep. <laughs> ah, he was on our radar. <laughs> yeah, every time he was known to the FBI, he was on our radar every damn time. I know the part I'm pretty sure the Parkland shooter was on on their radar. Um I'm trying to remember about Uvaldi. I believe Uvaldi was known too, right? Um, it might be wrong about that. Of course he was known. Of course. This kid seems like she's doing all right. I think, I don't think he got away. I think he's already dead. What's going to happen is it's going to take longer than you think to find him. Because he went off in the woods somewhere and and killed himself. That's probably what. That's probably what. Uh, what will happen? It's just like what happened with um, what was his name? Um, the white boy, uh, Brian Lund Lundy, Brian, Brian. Uh, what was his name? Gabby Petito's murderer, laundry, something like that. It was wild watching that search. He appeared on a, um, here is a picture of him in Canada. Here's a picture of him in the Dominican Republic. Here's a trail cam of him in the backyard of somebody in Alabama. Oh, wait, he killed himself like immediately. <laughs> like, um, you know, that's, that's, uh, you know, that's generally what happens, but this one is weird that he wouldn't have killed himself at the scene. My guess is that police response was so slow that he was like, oh, shit, okay. Well, I guess I'll just get out of here then. He went somewhere to kill himself, and he's got a manifesto that we'll never read. I guarantee you this guy has a manifesto. I guarantee you he has a manifesto. Um, I saw some, I saw some, um, I saw some, uh, 10 minutes. That's a long time for someone to be firing indiscriminately, uh, into a crowd of unarmed people. And then what, and then, you know, the, the messed up thing is, yeah, when seconds count, police are minutes away. That's why you should carry. Cause here's the thing. The guy might might be a weapons expert, but I can guarantee you that one thing no um, active shooter, no mass shooter considers is walking into a bar and having three guys pull their pistols out and rain lead down on them. No mass shooter ever plans that. That's why they go to bowling alleys. That's why they go to schools or grocery stores or a bar where you're not allowed to carry your weapon. If there were three or four people in that bowling alley with guns... Uh, I think it's safe to say that, uh, you know, he would have gotten out of there probably, maybe they would have even neutralized him. Uh, he shot up a bowling alley in a bar. 
you know. I mean, that's just the reality. I mean, who can, you know, look, this is a, this is a, you know, people are going to be lining up to stand on dead kids to be like, well, gun control now. And then of course, two things will be trending on Twitter. I've been using Twitter a lot less, but I can pretty much guarantee. Uh, something like hashtag gun control now and something like hashtag shall not infringe or second amendment, something like that. That's what's going to happen. Um, you know, and I think you have like, every time there's a mass shooting, it's gun control now, but uh, I believe the average in Chicago alone is as high as 30 or 40 people every weekend get shot. 30 to 40 people every weekend get shot in one city in America. You never see people saying, uh, you know. You never see people saying, oh my God, gun control now. Dude was an army instructor. Even if civilians can't have guns, that wouldn't stop this guy. No, I'm telling you, if he walked into that and lane one, there's uh, two people with pistols on their hip. They may not get him, but they start firing on him. He's not going to stand there and exchange gunfire. He didn't have body armor on. He's not going to stand there and exchange gunfire. He's going to run away. These guys are all cowards. These guys are all cowards. They're not going to exchange gunfire with... They walk into one place and, they, and you know, two, three people open fire on them. I, I can guarantee you half as many people would have been killed at that bowling alley. As, as messed up as it is. You can have all the training in the world, but if you're outgunned, five, six, seven, eight people in that bowling alley of 100 are all armed, he's losing that gunfight, probably, unless he's John Wick. It was a kid's bowling night. I have not seen any, you know, certainly if they had a number of dead kids, they would have run that out by now. Uh, Wicca says, in Texas, you cannot carry in any form, concealed or open, in business that makes 51% of its sales from alcohol, including bars. I have my LTC. Yeah, I, I was pretty sure about that, too. I, I agree. Thanks for confirming that. That's how it is in Wisconsin. You can't carry around liquor. That said, if I'm in a, in a place that sells liquor and I'm not consuming liquor, you know. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I got bowling this weekend. I got bowling on Saturday. You know. The, the other thing that, you know, unfortunately becomes a reality here is, um, you know, usually these things happen in threes. Um, this is the first. How soon until a copycat? Because what happens is the news runs out and it's like, Oh, 34 dead. And then some lunatics like, well, I can get 35. I mean, that's what they do. That's why this, you know. He's just a firearms instructor. That doesn't mean he's an operator. That doesn't mean he knows jack shit about, about tactical situations. You know? 
The state also does not require permits to carry guns. Based. And why didn't anybody in that in that bowling alley carry a gun? Tim Pool's ready for civil war. I don't even think Tim carries. That's what I think. It's a it's a weird thing, you know, if I can if I can make any like recommendations for people Ow. who who are worried about carrying, who are like nervous about carrying weapons. Okay? This is something that you have to practice. You have to get comfortable with it. Um and I think you know, when I started, I would carry because like a Glock doesn't have a safety. So like before I carried red, now I carry red. If you carry, you should carry red. If you aren't confident to carry red, then you shouldn't carry. That's my opinion. Um, in in when the shit hits the fan, you don't have time to rack around. Um, especially cause at that, in that moment, you can also, uh, have malfunctions that happen, you know, racking it under high stress. Um, but if you, if you have to carry like a, a 1911 that has a trigger, uh, a, a, a safety, it has a, a flick safety, which is really easy to get off. And then it also has the grip safety, um, you know, something like that. Um, it's got three safeties actually. A Glock has zero safeties. Unless you're talking about, you know. Um you know, I think that here's the thing, like you should carry carry you should carry red, but it can take a while to get, you know, feel comfortable uh doing it. So carry um, you know, keep a magazine in your shoe or your pocket and just carry the gun without a mag in it until you get comfortable with the weight of it, where it's on your body, how it sits when you sit down, practice, um, you know, having, um, you know, making sure it stays concealed, then, you know, use one of those fake guns or whatever and practice drawing it, practice drawing it from position. Like I know I shouldn't and people shouldn't, but I Mexican carry. Yeah, I know I might slip and fall and, and hurt my spine one day. That's fine, okay? That's where it's the most comfortable for me, and so that's where I carry. But, like, um, people just have to get comfortable with it. You know, ladies, you can keep it in your purse, you know, all that kind of stuff. But sometimes, remember, shit goes down. Maybe you set your purse down somewhere. Um, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, pockets are fine. All this kind of stuff... Uh, you need to practice, 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 practice. Carrying a gun is a responsibility. You can't be stupid about it, um, but you have to practice muscle memory. You have to, you know, um, you know, you have to practice, you know, uh, disengaging your safety. If you want to carry some of the safety, I'll say this. Carrying an unloaded gun with a magazine in a separate pocket, if that's what makes you comfortable, it's still better than carrying nothing. You know? It's still better than carrying nothing. But you should be, you should be, 
carrying red, which means it's chambered and ready to go. You, yeah, you should carry hot. But you can get there. It takes a while to get comfortable. You know? It takes it takes a while to get comfortable to realize you have a pistol on you and to feel like you're not doing... When you start carrying, I don't know if this happens to other people, but, like, there's an element that feels a little, like, a little, like, naughty. Or, like, you're carrying a gun, you have a permit to do so, but you're, like... You know, you feel, um, I don't know. You feel a little like worried. I think, um, you know, I think it is ultimately the best to carry red, but it's still better than, you know, if you want to take the risk that you have to rack one, um, in a pinch, that's still better than not having a pistol to defend yourself. If one isn't in the chamber, why are you caring? That's my opinion. But I also think there are plenty of scenarios where you could be, you know, like, for example, you're in that bowling alley, right? You're on the other side of the bowling alley. You've got plenty of time to rack one. Um, you know, you've got, there are like, there is plenty of, you know, scenarios. You're in a mall, right? There's an active shooter in the mall, but not near you. You have all the time you need to rack one. Um, the scenarios where somebody jumps you or somebody, you know, quickly ascends upon you, those scenarios, you don't have time to rack one. There are a lot of times where, you know, close combat, somebody's, you know, you're in a situation where maybe somebody's going to try and separate you from your property, this, that, and the other thing. Um, you know, the other thing is, you know, more people should be cool carrying a revolver. You know, revolvers are good to go. They don't have any, they have very few errors. You know, they, they don't have FTEs because they don't E. <laughs> I think more people should be, you know, uh, comfortable with revolvers. Yeah, it, it gets weird to like carry, but once you get over that, it's just a part of you. Um, you know, proper training, one can rack and draw at the same time. Correct. However, um, how many FTLs happen on racks, right? You're racking that thing and, you know, it doesn't load right. And you're standing there with your dick in your hand, you know. But take all the time, all the time you need. People should take all the time they need to get comfortable with it. But it's a process. And understand it could take you months to get comfortable with it. I stick mine in the old butt crack and rack that bad pot. <laughs> Gross, dude. Yeah. You can get to the point where you're ready to carry one with a cha in the chamber. That is, in my opinion, if you talk to any firearms expert, they want you to carry red. But again, I will say, uh, I would also say that <laughs> I don't care if you carry the magazine under your hat and the gun in your, in your, you know, in your underwear, at least you have a chance, you know, 99 works fine. Double action. So if one is in the chamber, like a revolver, I can just squeeze can carry safe. Right? Yes, exactly. 
the safety on the 1911 is actually really intuitive. It's right. It's a big switch. You can't miss it. I can carry that locked hammer back safety on. It's like one motion to flick it off. But you also have to remember that like when the pressure's on and you got one shot, did you remember to, did you remember to turn the safety off? Did you remember to rack a load? Most people won't. That's why you, that's why you carry red. All you have to worry about is putting the, put, putting it on target and pulling the trigger. You know how many times people pull that trigger thinking they're going to save their life and the safety safety's on, you know, there's a reason cops carry Glocks and not, you know, although they can carry some will let you carry what you want, but See, yeah, on a 1911. So like on a 1911, they have uh, two options. Okay, you can see it's clear. There's a big switch on the right-hand side here that goes up like this or down. And then there's also a safety, you know, on the back. So you can carry it cocked and ready to go, but also be kind of safe. The only drawback to a 1911 is you know, you have eight rounds, eight plus one. So you want to carry extra mags generally. But, I mean, if you practice shooting, you don't need eight, you know, 45 caliber rounds. Safety back on. Um, all right. So anyway, this is the stuff I shoot, by the way, the critical defense, Hornady. <laughs> Makes a big hole. Bell and tire. Glock 23 is ideal for concealed carry. I think 40 cal, better stopping power, hollow points for home defense. Yeah, I mean, again, if you've watched cop videos, I've seen people take a lot of 9mm rounds and still remain a threat. I've seen people take fucking 20 of them and still be a threat. That's why I like the, um, what's the, what's the one, the MP5 that everyone likes. I mean, sure. You can put a bunch, you can punch a bunch of holes in someone, but they're small. All right. Anyway, let's get back on it. Do you have the zombie ammo Hornady made? Yes, I do. It's green tip, isn't it? I have some of that. I think it's green tip. What's my draw time? I've never timed it. I'm not saying an MP5 is not a fun gun to shoot. I'm just saying, you know, it's putting a, there are a lot of little BBs downrange. Anyway. How's everyone doing today, by the way?
By the way, if you're enjoying the show, um, I do this every single day, starting at noon-ish. And uh, I go till about 2 o'clock. So if you're new to the show, you know, say hi in the chat, please. You know, introduce yourself. People, <clears throat> people there want to meet you. And then if, you, <clears throat> if you're on your phone, make sure you get the Rumble app or your TV or whatever. And that you click this green follow button. Because that's the only way you're really going to get notified when I go live. Today's your work Friday, Hypnotic. Yeah, nice. Fridays are my work Fridays. Although Fridays are a little bit lighter day for me. Um, although Shamika had to reschedule for tomorrow. So I might need to find a last second guest, see if I can get somebody to come on. Maybe Bering would come on or something like that. Nine millimeters everywhere. There's a reason everyone uses it. Bad firearm info is bad. What are you talking about? I assume you're not talking about, I didn't say nine millimeter is bad. I'm saying I just prefer bigger piece of lead, you know? I just prefer it. I'm also a big guy and, uh, you know, I'm a big guy. It's it's not uh it's not hard for me to carry a conceal on this. I can put it between a fat roll, you know. All right, so we talked about this shooter. He hasn't been caught yet, as far as I know. Um, they held a press conference. I think my my opinion is that is that he's already dead. That's my that's my opinion. Um, the other st I want to talk about these idiots at this college too. So. Um, interesting stuff. All right. Um, you know, interesting, uh, <laughs> it seems like only one side of the, you know, in, in terms of here in America, it's, it's interesting once you start looking at all the parallels that you can draw between the BLM mobs, um, between the BLM mobs and the pro-Palestine mobs. Um, they're the same people. They're, they're the same people. And uh, they, have, they want the same things. They are not... Uh, they, they are, they, these people are not for freeing Palestine. They are for destroying Western values. They're in our universities teaching our students. They're radicalizing them. They're giving them extra credit. UC Berkeley aid offers students extra credit for attending pro-Palestine walkout. Yeah, corporate needs you to pick the difference between BLM, okay, and this shit. Tell me, is this pro-Palestine rally or BLM?
Or this, where they're trying to bang down the door. There's like five Jewish students hiding in the library. Keep telling me about how these, these, these people, I'll put it this way. It's just like I talk about, it's like I talk about the trans community. Okay. I don't have any issue with trans people living their life. Uh, as long as it does not infringe on other people's lives, you know, um, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, but they sure do pick literally the worst pieces of garbage to represent them. You know, the Jessica Yaneves of the worlds, the, the pedophile trans people. They're the ones that always end up rising to the top and representing the trans community. Antifa um, representing the trans. So it's like, this is how I feel about the Palestinian side of the argument. If you want me to listen... Um, stop acting like animals. You know, I, I just think it, it's, you know, this kind of shit is not going to get me to listen to your free Palestine, uh, to read your free Palestine pamphlet when you're, when you're storming and you're, you know, you have Jews cowering in the library. A bunch of white kids who have never been out of their own state talking about free Palestine. Running over security officer here. I mean, do you want me to sign with? Do you want me to listen to the free Palestine argument? Cool. Um, Stop putting professors out there that called the Hamas terrorist attack exhilarating. Am, am I being unreasonable? Because I could pull up videos of this for the next half hour of these lunatic college kids um, destroying property and getting rowdy to quote free Palestine. Wrong. These people don't give a shit about Palestine. If they did, they wouldn't be cornering Jewish people in libraries and pounding on the door after they've been locked out. I don't, I don't, yeah, I agree with you, uh, Ab. You said they, they want you to pick a side, don't fall for it. I 100% agree. I think that the Israeli government has done some terrible things to Palestinians. And I also happen to think that terrorists are bad. I also happen to think that Hamas is worth billions of dollars and have done nothing to help their own people. They have not brought water into Palestine. They have not built, invested in the infrastructure of Palestine. What they have done is killed unarmed Jews. Okay, So both people have plenty to criticize. I'm not picking a side in this. You know, and it's just like all these woke losers are like, oh, listen to our side. Okay. Listen to our side. Okay. Which side is it? The one that you, that you, Jews had to lock themselves in a school library because you were marauding around the school, pounding on the door. 
I mean, these are people that built rockets out of the infrastructure piping. Okay, so, like, I don't know. I, I'd like to stop the invasion of our southern border. I'd like to curb, let's say, specifically what terrible things did Israel do to Palestine, Jeremy? I don't know. Shooting unarmed people. Like, let's not do this. Let's not do this. Take five minutes to do your own research. There's the, when they had the march, they were shooting unarmed civilians, kids. That's a fact. Okay. Um, you know, the, the, the way they go to Palestinians funerals and shoot rubber bullets at them, that happens. I'm not going to be one of those people that just say, I don't believe anything. And I insert my own reality. The IDF has done some really messed up shit. The fact that they settle on the Palestinian land and push them out, all this, all this kind of stuff. I mean, the, the, the idea that one side is purely uh, in the right here is insanity. How about February 2019, Israel shot protesters with live ammunition. There was a human rights violation. The Human, human Rights Council convened on that. Okay, there's plenty of it. The I'm falling for every country has its own deep state. Countries need to learn to take care of their own infiltration. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Don't make a claim. I mean, I mean, what are you talking about? Like, so then your reply was like, well, that's fake news. That's fake news. You can see actual footage of it. You know, like there's all sorts of incidents like that. Or the firsthand accounts of people who were there when they, when they, uh, the IDF stormed people's funerals and shot them with rubber bullets. Do you think that's fake news too? How about this? Al Jazeera, okay, reports on it. Dozens injured in Israeli police attack on a Palestinian funeral. You know, like this, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I'm not, I'm not buying into the, you know, one side is purely in the right. Liberty Code, you've shown to be much more based than other content creators in the past couple weeks, not choosing a side, not simping for an entire segment. I'll definitely support you more going forward. Hey, thank you. And yeah, I mean, the shit that Hamas has done is a lot easier to find and, and disavow, obviously, too, you know. But these, these, uh, these college kids are just useful idiots. You know, these college kids are useful idiots. Um, uh, yeah, Pac-Man, want me to listen to the plight of Palestinians? Don't praise Hamas. Yeah, that seems pretty simple. You know what I mean? Seems pretty simple. Seems, seems, seems pretty simple. Like, if you want me to take you seriously, condemn terrorism. Pretty easy, right? You think I, you think I, you know, I mean, what America does, you know, drone striking these countries back into the Stone Age. 
all these uh all these um all these college kids are just being used as useful idiots just like they were for George Floyd you know and it starts in a lot of these Ivy League colleges that's that's really where a lot of this starts you don't see you don't see a lot of demonstrations um you know breaking out at uh, HVAC school. You know? At H, at H, you don't see a lot of uh, student mobs at plumbers college or tech schools. You don't see this shit going on at tech schools. <laughs> Nate. <laughs> Cal students walk out of class demanding UC Berkeley support Palestine. Hey, they can do that. I don't have any problem with that at all. They can walk out. But I think what you're finding out, I mean, I support their, I mean, this is a, this is 100% a fine demonstration. Nothing wrong with this. You know, nothing wrong with wanting the best for Palestinian civilians. It seems pretty cut and dry to me. Imagine baby USA trying to solve some religious war that's going on for many times longer than has existed. I know. I as an American, I don't uh I don't uh support that either. You know, I don't want America over the that was like the number one reason I voted for Trump. Is he's like no more wars. I don't want America sticking its stupid nose in any of that. Why do you think these people in the sand hate us? It's because we're drone bombing them constantly. That stuff doesn't, that stuff doesn't, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're drone striking Yemen back into the Stone Age, but no complaints heard. There's not a single headline about it. Not a single headline. It's, it's, it's really wild to me. Uh, you know, I just want people to, you know, I want American, Americans first. Is that, is that, you know, is that that wild? I, I just kind of want Americans to be protected and and um, safe and stop the invasion on the southern border, stop all the fentanyl and opioid crisis. 80,000 Americans a, a year die in the opioid crisis. 80,000. 80,000. If I want to put it in Democrat speak, okay? That's 2911s every year. That's how Joe Biden would tell, you know. If Joe Biden was justifying his war, he'd say 2911s happen in this country every year due to opioid the opioid crisis. Nobody gives a shit about it. 80,000 Amer dead Americans a year. That's war. That's that's an invasion. Imagine a football stadium packed to the brim. Uh, tactical nuke blows it up every year. Do you think this country would maybe want to figure that out? My daily carry was a revolver until I lost it in a tragic boating accident. Yeah, it happens a lot. It's, it's dangerous out there. It's ready when I need, but I'm not worried about it going off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you know, I, I don't know. What is it like eight eight point nine million illegal aliens under the Biden administration? Something like that. Well, it was some insane number. I'm sure they're sending their best. They just want bread, right? They want good for their family. That's why 90% of them are military age men. But let's go piss, piss away billions of dollars securing somebody else's border. Ukraine and, and Israel. That's what I care about. Uh, Cam, Jeremy, sorry to hear about your boating accident yesterday. Yeah, you know, it happens, but I'm going to keep going out there in my boats with my, with my guns. I'm going to stick to it. I'm not going to let them scare me away from boating. I'm not going to let them. I'm going to stay resolved. Because, you know, I'm a man of principle. I'm a man of principle. I'm not. That's 800, 800 times the WNBA fan base. Yeah, right. Yeah. Try it out, third degree. Let me know what you think. Do you know how much awesome healthcare we could get? We could give to our American citizens if we weren't giving all of our money to Ukraine and Israel and firing $100 million worth of missiles and drone strikes every year. We probably could be giving our uh, Americans most in need. Think of what, what we could do to the VA. Think of what we could do to the VA health system if we just kept the money we're giving to Ukraine alone. Just the Ukrainian money poured into the VA. You know? How much wall could you build on the southern border for just as much money as we're going to send to Israel? $100 billion? Is that what, isn't that what they said? We should be living on the moon, damn it. <laughs> the WNBA one and Family Guy, yeah. Uh, is all that stress on their body really worth it? That's for the fan. Or is, is all that stress on their body to be mediocre at a sport really worth it? That's for the fan to decide yay <laughs> yay that's for the fan to decide <laughs> i'm not in favor of any genocides i know that's controversial but here we are liberty yeah i mean that's uh I, I want to thank you for being so stunning and brave. That I, I want you to know that my chat is a safe space for you and uh, that you're welcome here. So we had some other interesting stuff going on here. Hold, please. I was looking at this this morning. Uh, Disney having a rough day now this is over the last five years today it's down again but it's it's kind of up and down the market's kind of all over the place today for disney but uh you know this is definitely an interesting time to be at disney they're cranking up prices pixar keeps losing money they're selling off espn 
I mean, all this, a lot of this, by the way, in their crank, uh, because they wanted to uh, get involved in politics and force their ideology on their young viewers. Knew this sex weirdness with kids was coming. <laughs> yeah, Nambla. What's the one for fat people? It's not. It's not Nambla. It's the. Um, that's also from Family Guy, I think. Google's down twenty dollars a share. Take it easy, Cam. I mean, Disney's. You know. And just wait, like, oh, I saw this tweet from uh, Libs of TikTok. I don't know about this one. Was it Fambla? Fat American? Was it? Uh, that doesn't sound right. Maybe it was, though. Because remember, there was like, uh, there was the episode, um, the fat guy killer, I think. The fat guy strangler. I think, right? I'm going to see here. You can eat that dead fat guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, it is the National Association for the Advance of Fat People. All right, everyone. I'd like to get started. Naf. I, 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 I'd like to get... It's what we're stuck. Uh, you, know, you know what? Maybe, maybe everyone should sit down. Okay, that's better. Welcome, everybody, to the first. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. <laughs> okay, now I've prepared an agenda for our organization. <laughs> what we want from the community as fat people with pride. <laughs> Are they extending this clip? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we got a lot accomplished here today. Uh, we'll pick this up again tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's interesting, you know. The, the Disney is in is obviously in trouble here. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how all this this shakes out. Um, it's an interesting time, you know. They they have uh, not a lot going on in. In Hollywood, but the world is kind of on fire. Congress is in session. Yeah. <laughs> the, you know, nobody's even talking about Ukraine. Oh, yeah, I saw this. So it was kind of dumb. So libs of TikTok and then all the like conservative, like pearl clutchers are like, you know, a geometry teacher, they're trying to get this teacher fired for this. And Mesa Public Schools came to teach dressed as Satan. And by the way, dressed by Satan is a $3 plastic pitchfork from Spirit Halloween and a headband with horns. Okay. 
He reportedly held the pitchfork over each student's head and said, Hail Satan, as they watched into the classroom. Why are teachers pushing Satan on some honor? I mean, for fuck's sake. Grumpy Griff, appreciate you, Jeremy. A little something for Onyx. Hey, thank you. I'll put it in the Onyx Fluffy Fund. Like, come on. It's Halloween week, for crying out loud. Was probably for Halloween or probably for, I mean, like, do we really need to do that? Do we really need the, the satanic panic again? Now, maybe. What is this? Only cans Lauren juice? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's an OnlyFans story I did earlier. Dunked on this chick. That was some schools that had Satan clubs started by... T I mean, like, okay, like, it's weird how I'm glossing over it. I mean, really? Are you really that worried about it? Like, I'll, you know, I'm worried about these teachers that are grooming students and this, that, and the other thing. I'm not really worried about some guy's spirit Halloween costume and, like, you know, a bad joke. You know, it's probably just a bad joke. Like, do we really need to be tagging his boss and trying to get the guy fired for that? I don't, I, I think that's a little too far. Scroll down a little. No. I remember, I remember the satanic panic for sure. I remember them banning magic cards. I remember all sorts of insanity. Um, were there really people, you know, partaking in that kind of stuff? Probably. I was too young to know. I was only probably 10 years old during that. What was that? Late eighties, mid late eighties. I mean, look, you could say that you would prefer he dressed as G you, you, we could make the argument that if he addressed it, like dressed like Jesus and said like, peace be with you to everybody that he probably would have been fired. There's no need for the hail Satan part. Sure. Okay. That's fair. But, like, I mean, of all the things, you know, of all, Twin Peaks Bar. Isn't that the bar, isn't that like a bar with the girls with big boobs? It's not like a strip joint, but it's like a titty, it's like a boob bar. It's like Hooters, but a bigger menu. Is that what that is? He would have been fired his retirement or revoked. Yeah, right, right, right. I agree. Lord of the Rings, you either die a lefty or live long enough to see yourself become a Nazi. Yeah. It's like Hooters. I don't think there's any around where I live. I don't know if there's any even in Wisconsin. There was a place in Houston that I went to that was like an, uh, another chain of like girls in, with their boobs out um, that the food wasn't bad. It wasn't a Twin Peaks, though. I think it was called... Um, well, they were all wearing, like, flannel or something like that. It wasn't the Tilted... There was something else called, like, the Tilted Kilt. It wasn't that. It was another another bar like that where all the girls had their boobs out. And uh, it was full of middle-aged creepazoid men. It was like... Uh, 
these guys had never seen these guys had never seen um like cleavage in their whole life yeah the tilted kilt is another one but there was it's in um it's in houston because i used to have a client um in houston that he would take me there and i was like you know my wife's got double d's man you know (laughs) i see i see big boobs every day if i want to see him i just roll over or i look down sometimes um it wasn't called show me's either um maybe it was called twin peaks i don't know there was a tilted kick in tilt in madison i think there was it's not called bombshells no Tilted kilt was all about butt, the the really short skirts. I don't remember. It was right on the um. Oh, this is bothering me now. So it was right next to um. What's the chain? Um, Papados and Papacitos. It was right by Brickhouse. Yes. Um, it was right by Brick Brickhouse on the same road with Brickhouse. I think. Is Brickhouse one of the boob places? Because I I know I was there once. Uh, I was there once. I'm trying to think. Ah, whatever. It was, it was another, it might have very well might have been Twin Peaks. But if Brickhouse is one, then, then that was probably where I was. Because it's right by, it was right on the same road with Papa Doe's and Papa Cito's, which I both really liked. I know they're chains or whatever, but I love Papacitos. Like, I love middle-of-the-road Mexican food. Give me a quesadilla. Twin Peaks. I, I think I went to a Twin Peaks in Denver, and it was, I mean, it was... The scenery was excellent, but then also, in my opinion, like... I think sometimes those girls, they suck ass at serving and they just think that like Hooters, it's the most obvious they, they're very poor servers and they think that they're just going to get a big tip because their boobs are out. Um, but that's not how I roll. Like your boobs are why I'm here, but you still have to be a good server. <laughs> yeah. Denver has one right on the 16th street mall. Yeah. That's where I went. Yeah. A quesadilla? Yeah, the uh interesting, so we don't have any update on the on the uh shooter. Oh, maybe we do. Hold please. The US Coast Guard is hunting for the main mass shooter suspect Robert Card in the Kennebec River, where they believe he may have escaped aboard his 15-foot bay liner. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. 
I can't believe that. I mean, I, I, I still believe that he's dead. I still, I still believe strongly that he's, he's cooked. That's just my opinion though. Uh, yeah, they'll find his boat. He'll be dead. Uh, he'll be dead in the boat. Something like, something like that'll happen, you know? Not all mass shooters off themselves. Yeah, I don't know. Um, that's true because the Parkland shooter is still alive, right? Um, the horror movie censorship video I made, I don't know what was going on. YouTube like was like uh, screwing with it or something. I'm not sure you know why, but... Yeah, the meds wore off. He realized what he did, then ate a bullet. That's what I think too. He may have, he may be in the boat, or whatever the case may be, but he's dead. There's no way this guy gets taken alive. Is there anybody who thinks anybody would put anybody who would put twenty dollars on him getting found alive out there? Is that does that does that better exist? The odds gotta be. I don't know, five to one. If you got five to one odds, would you put 20 bucks on this guy getting taken alive? I don't know about him being able to wait for the next because, um, you know, because he probably doesn't have food and, you know, water. I don't know. You know, I don't know how much he planned about it. You know, the guy is an actual lunatic, you know. You put 50 on five to one odds. You'd put 50 taken alive, <laughs> taken alive and still alive are different. No, no, no. I mean like he goes into custody. He goes into he goes into custody and goes and sees his day in court. Oh, some people think still alive, huh? Okay. I like this. The, um, you know, I'd bet twenty dollars on on you not finding your CIB panic restaurant. Okay, hold please. I'm making a huge mess. Well, here's a fun one. Damn it. Here's actually um here's actually a pretty I'll as I find them I'll show you. Like this one's actually pretty rare. Zombie Nation. Look at when they used to have good covers on video games. This is cool world. I feel like it was a a more recent purchase. I feel like it was a more recent purchase. Look at this huge mess I'm making. Uh, oh, what a mess. Um, this is a rare one. Adventure Island 2. It's actually a rare one. There's so many. 
Uh, over here, maybe. Somebody asked about the Zelda cart one. Damn it. Here's Fest here's Fester's quest still sealed with the price tag on it. Here's another rare one. Rocky and Bullwinkle. You son of a bitch, I'm not gonna find it. I'm not gonna find it. Not in time, anyway. You know what? <sighs> what about, let me, let me check my list. Maybe I'm wrong about that one. I feel like I bought it. Give me a second. If I find it, ooh. Ooh. Hold, please. I'm going to find it. I'm going to I'm going to check my list though. Cuz I might be wrong. I feel like it was an early one I bought. Um where is okay i have my nes collection list the last time i looked at it was june 2nd okay here it is so i have different categories of the game whether or not i own it whether it's cib and whether it's sealed Uh, do I have Virtual Boy? Yes, I do. Um, so what am I looking for? Panic Restaurant. I was really serious about, um, doing this. What a mess I just made too. I'm going to be so pissed at myself later. Okay. It's not even on this list. Oh, there it is. Yes, I do own it. I own it, and I own it complete in box. Hold on, you son of a bitch. Hold on. I want to look at the box. It's gray. Uh, sorry about my butt crack. I pull up my pants. Uh... Let's see. I'm going to find it. It's all going to be worth it. This is going to make me really sad if I can't find it. Hold on. Can you guys hear me? 
Where is it? Where are you? How many people are getting pissed and leaving? Lots? Oh no. Oh! Oh! Huh? Mass Exodus, yeah. It was worth it though. <laughs> I knew I had it. Some of these are actually wild expensive too. This princess tomato in the salad kingdom is also like if you look up these two, Bubble Bobble 2, Bubble Bobble Part 2, this is really rare. And so is Princess Tomato. Go back and look for some other stuff. No. <laughs> uh, I knew I had it. But as you can see, like, it's, it's, uh, I do not have little Samson. The, um, The little Samson is hard to find, and I've been waiting for CIB, but it's it's too expensive. But you can see, like, I have a lot that I need still. But Zombie Nation was a heavy hitter. There's a lot of heavy hitters on this list that I did grab. Thanks for the butt footage. You're welcome. Use it wisely. There's um like there's a there's games that I have that are um hold on a second. So somebody asked about this. Ugh. Somebody asked about this earlier. And then if you want, this is probably, uh, this might be the rarest game I have. This is the rarest game I have. I think. I think it might be the rarest game I have. Yep, gotta go buy, don't give me money, go buy coffee brand coffee. I'd rather you get something for your money. What a huge mess I've made. Yes. Do I have ET? Of course. Stack Up was a game that was made exclusively for Rob the Robot, which was a which was a uh, a uh, a dumb accessory for the Nintendo that nobody bought. Um, like nobody bought it. 
it just died on the vine. By the way, if you're enjoying the show, sorry I went off the rails a little bit. But if you enjoy the butt footage, make sure to click that follow button down below. Let me know in chat if you're a new viewer too. Section Z is going for five grand. Well, unopened. I don't care about it getting up if they're opened. But there's a green follow button underneath the but uh, the video. I'll be live again tomorrow, so I hope that uh, I hope that you'll. Yeah, and also I hope you'll leave a like on the video too. What is Rob the robot? Oh my dude. Um, this thing. This game sucks, and this game. Okay, cool. A robot. He's playing a game called Gyromite here, which is also made oh, for... Okay, I get it. This is like some kind of two-player co-op mode. Okay. Well, I was pretty sure I picked one player. I did. The one-player mode is a two-player game. How am I going to get to play this shit with me? I will play. I am Rob, robotic operating buddy. There he is. Okay, cool. A robot. Here you go. Error does not compute. Requires adaptive device. It's a controller. You play it. I do not have thumbs. You moron. Requires adaptive device. I want to show you. I want to okay. show you the the. This is stack up. This is the most rare game I think that I have. And it's maybe the right, dumbest Rob, game of all time. Else? How about Life Force? Negative. Well then, what do you want to play? Stack up. Stack up. I can't believe he even has it. Look at the shape that's in, too. You sure about this, Rob? Yes, trust me. It's good. Spoiler alert, it's not good. Robot block? What's with the alternate titles? It's the and like there's no the reason this game should be this expensive. Range pattern. And yes, that's what they call them, blocks. They're a little bit um rounded, I'd say, for blocks. The goal is to move the blocks from one pattern to the next with as few moves and in as little time as possible. So Rob is a little more functional here than in Gyromite, meaning that this is a physical game where the outcome is determined by how soon you get the blocks to their final destination. Ugh. When you're done, you press start. Because there's no way the game actually knows when you win. You're right, it doesn't even know. Keep pressing start all you want. It almost doesn't right. even need to be a video game. The video part is just to control the robot. Damn. By hopping around on different command keys or programming a preset combination. Thanks for the tangents. Um, you know, uh, the, uh, the, um, we did do a gun chat and we did a retro video game chat. I recommend watching some AVGN Halloween episodes. We'll be live again in 22 hours. If you haven't yet, please click the follow button down below. And, um,
By the way, um, I don't believe that he paid his $20. I believe that you owe me a coffee brand coffee purchase, buddy. You made me lose a thousand viewers too. <laughs> It looks like it runs on punch cards. Yeah, right. Check out, uh, check out, if you like, if you want to support the tan, <clears throat> the tangents, go to coffeebrandcoffee.com, use promo code the quartering, and uh, pick up some coffee today. Support the tangents. I'm glad you guys had fun today. Feel proud that I've caused three tangents on your show. Yeah. I dug it. Look at this. There's like freaking games all over the floor. They were organized. Now I have to clean all that up. It's okay. Nerd shit is worth it. Yeah. Buy some coffee. Support me out. Coffeebrandcoffee.com. Promo code the quartering. See you tomorrow, friends. All right, Sacred Zephyr.